I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Need a longer Ethernet cable. How are you now? Yeah, we're on now. <laughs> How are you now? You're live This is James really Broadcasting for this. Hey, yeah, we're good. We're, we're, we're take two. Broadcasting from the studios of Sydney in Gadigal country. It's the Theory of Thing Investment Podcast, Season 8, Episode, I don't know. Remember, if it's talked about enough, it's a thing. Doesn't matter how many times you've got to do it. Uh, second take here, bit of a bit of a snafu with the recording button on this one. But hey, it's not my job. Um, this show is brought to you by the Australian Mutual Funds Exchange. Uh, Three thousand mutual funds all around the world from one easy platform. Check it out. A great way to compare what it is you're doing. We're also coming at you live. Oh, so Amfex A M F E X dot com. Uh, go and check it out today. We're coming at you, not live, but uh, recorded over YouTube. Hello to all those people who watched last week and watching it this week. I think it's a much more fun way of getting into what we're doing, putting some charts and, and bits and pieces up uh, as well. Um, a, a reminder that all the advice contained in this, or anything contained in this podcast is general in nature. Um, with regards to the advice, speak to an investment manager about your needs. That's who I am, James Whelan, investment manager at VFS Group. Bit of news on that coming up. Uh, I have a white male, age 42, as you can see if you're watching this on video. But if you're listening on podcast, you need this to be described because this is the theatre of, of the world. Um, I'm, I'm dressed like a communist who's just decided to take up golf. Uh, I've got a grey sweater, a blue polo shirt and, uh, and some blue jeans on. I am joined by Heath Moss of HLM Investments. Heath, how are you now? What are you wearing? Very well, thanks, mate. Uh, just a, a, plain, a plain, not plain, plain blue uh, uh Colored polo with uh, some shorts again, very casually on this wonderful Friday. After, uh, mo- sorry, morning. I'm all discombob- discombobulated. Uh, Friday morning. Always an afternoon, Adelaide, Adelaide man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, we're, it's, it's Thursday here, really. So, yeah. <laughs> 1972. But, um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, the timing of the podcast couldn't be better, could it? Because we've got some breaking news. We want, need one of these flashing breaking news uh, sort of signs on the on the. On the on the podcast we're yeah. getting we're getting a new new governor um as as expected phil Lowe will end his tenure on the 18th of september and uh his mm. deputy michelle bullock take over um and start a new era i mean lowe's been in the seat for seven years um and she'll get at least seven um we'll see how we go so yeah, yeah that's, that's a global, the, the a global search to find someone just down the hall yeah, yeah that's, exactly that's a talking exactly. point and and for all I was who sure are I was... in the that the hand, you know, waving, etc. You know, the Labor Party did when you know, you know, six months ago when we we're talking about the RBA and changes and that. Yeah. You know, just to bring yeah. someone in from the very same board, and it's probably the same culture, same mindset, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, it really doesn't change anything. Doesn't really change. Well, it doesn't change anything. She would have done the same thing um, that yeah. Phil did probably. Probably may have messaged it differently. Don't forget that one of the key yeah. the key issues that we've had with Phil um, is or has been that messaging and his, his ability to communicate what it is that he's doing. I think that there's been yeah. a bit of a struggle in that, um, yeah. which I, I'd agree possibly there. has more to do has more to do with the the three pigeons that are working in the Reserve Bank media team 
I yeah. don't know who they are, but in whatever broom cabinet, they're, uh, broom cabinet they're in, there's no shortage of microphones or cameras down at that place, but uh, apparently sometimes mm. there is. And when he does there's speak, there's no shortage of uh, asbestos either. <laughs> That's right. Um, so yes, the, the 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 white smoke has been released uh, from the yep. from the Martin Place. I could see it here, as, and they've announced the new pope, uh, which is beautiful, beautiful ceremony that they have down mm. there. Um, but it was it was also also announced during the week that there were some changes coming through for the RBA. So like the Fed now, they're probably only going to meet um, eight times a year instead of the eleven. Yeah. Um, yep. I think for I think for four or five of them, it's still the first Tuesday of the month, and the other ones are going to be around mid month. Um, and meetings are going okay. to last for two two days, like the Fed, and and give them more time to discuss um, and and decipher over these uh, these matters. So, but I mean, yep. look, I mean, if you're the new 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 governor coming in, look, I think it's a pretty cruisy job. To be coming into you're coming into you know probably what is close to peak rates if not already peak rates they're probably going to be on hold for some time and the next move is going to be a cut and no one's going to hate you for, for cutting rates so, that's right yeah um, you're being invited to people's parties yeah phil Lowe and the crew did you know you gotta remember in 2017 when he came in you know was it 2017 or 2016 can't remember um yeah the, 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 the rates were at 1.5 percent so he had he had little to work with um, and I mean, I know he did cut them down to 0.75% before COVID, but once COVID hit, you know, there was nowhere else they could go except for zero. So, um, yep. what they have done is normalize, normalize rates for us moving forward. So if we do have a recession or a black swan event moving forward again, you know, they're currently around 4.1%, maybe we can cut to two and, and keep things a that's, little bit more normal. That's why you need to have that normal number in my view mm. as much as i got slammed mm. for that from all sorts of people around the uh, around the industry of just saying it's easier to, to to do things around five um than it isn't and, and the response that people had was just like oh but people won't be able to pay people won't be able to pay it's just like yeah because we kept them too low for too long to streak it to spring everything up we just had a bit of period of normality yeah. and trust me i'm mm. feeling it right now in my mortgage zero doubt about that the yeah if there is the, the other kicker is that if there is a lagging <laughs> Session, which I still I, I've got no reason to think that there, that there isn't. So I'm still holding to that thesis that we could have a minor recession mm. in Australia that we may already be in. If there is one, then you get to blame the last guy for that, and yep. any easing that you get to take the credit for that. So it's pretty positive for Labor um, yep. to look uh, to look forward to. Um, I'll tell you what, there's a bit, an issue with tax that we're going to have a talk about soon. Um, the, the, the groundswell of people who are who are shocked and extraordinarily upset with. The fact that they're not getting anything back in their tax this year, um, I thought that it was just that anyway. That's because that's of that offset. Conversation. Off, they've cut that. that they've cut that middle. Yeah, they've cut yeah. that middle thing. Yeah, we, that was only ever a where, temporary measure, I think. When they brought it in, I think it's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those things of just like, well, it's temporary, but do you really want to be cutting it right now at a yeah. at a time in people's lives? Look, we'll get to that. And still um, giving probably in a later episode. <laughs> Still giving the the higher tax brackets their their cut still as well, so the optics of it don't look all that great. Yeah. Well, so far they're still coming through. So yeah, yeah, but yeah. Oh, yeah, it's been been a good. You know, your return looks fine. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a good week on markets though. I mean, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh wait, I've got news. Wait, I've got news. Okay, go. I've got news. Um, that I am I resigned from. BFS yesterday, so I'm just going through okay, my four weeks' good. notice now. Uh, it's, it's nothing to do with nothing to do with VFS. It's just time for me to grow and move on. I was looking yep. at uh, looking at some bits and pieces. It is Bastille Day today, and I'm learning French. 
I was thinking the other day something happened. I, I, I've done a year of French, a jump rope. I, 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 I smashed a personal best for three-minute speed, which is quite significant for me. Great time. Kids, breakfast, out the door, got to work early. I realised I'm not doing my best. I, I'm, I'm not at my best. I want to try and move into that that sort of more of that zone of excellence that I that I am supposed to be sitting in at the moment. So yeah, that's sort of where I'm. That's sort of where I'm going. So look, uh, I'll be I'll be working that out, and that's just a bit of my news and an announcement about um about sort of next steps. I'll talk about that later. But markets, sorry. So there you go. Yeah, um, yeah. It's yeah. been um it's been well, congratulations to whatever happens next. I'm sure it'll be an exciting journey, um, but a bit scary as well. Yeah. I mean. Something major like this is always, you know, going to rack your nerves a little bit. So, yeah, um, bit. but yeah, all, all the all the best, mate. I know, I know you do. Thank well. you. Um, Thank but you. anyway, yeah, markets here and abroad. I mean, they've just been fantastic. If you want to bring up the charts, we'll get going on some Which charts. Which one you got here? Uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. We got the S and P five hundred there. You can just see the beautiful move upwards. I mean, we're over four thousand five hundred now. The peak is back here around the 4,800 mark, so we're not far off. Um, yeah. It's it's just more exuberance. The rally continues to gain breadth. Uh, I think uh, in the last uh, rally, 65% uh, of stocks have joined in on that rally. So that is uh, that is a much larger breadth than it was around the mid-30s. Um, look, I mean, there's not much to say apart from it's all around, you know, uh, rates, ex expectations, and um, uh, um, and, and well, the two, the two inflationary numbers that we've had. Yeah, CPI and PPI, especially yeah. CPI, came in very soft this week in the US. Uh, it's now around three percent, core around four point eight. That was extraordinary. Them, yeah, yeah, both peaked uh, about uh, around nine over in the US, so they've halved for now. Um, and, and so th there's talk that now that, you know, the Fed has done their job um, and there's still, you know, that talk of that Goldilocks scenario over in the US where, you know, they have yeah. that soft landing, they don't go into recession, um, macroeconomic data is starting to look a little bit better again. Uh, so, I mean, and markets are buoyed on the back of that. Um, uh, and don't forget, we've also got US uh, Q2 earnings coming up. And on average, for the first four weeks of the earnings season, you know, the markets are up 2%. So um, we're into a really bullish period um, in terms of, you know, where the, the S&P 500 is at anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that's about that's about all I've got to add to that. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, I did I did my sort of my presentation for uh, for clients and and anyone else who's out there just talking about the quarter that was and the quarter that will be, and that was actually on the Wednesday, so before that CPI number dropped. Yep. And yep. I was talking about I had two charts that were up, um, and I'm just going to pull them up here. That discussing that whilst going from nine to four, nine percent to four uh, percent CPI has been fairly easy. The jump to get from four down to two, and this is according to Bank of America, is actually going to be quite quite substantially diff uh, more difficult. And I'm just going to sh show this up here. This is just the presentation that I've got so you can see. So you can see here to get to four, if you can zoom in. Yeah, I can zoom in. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yep. So you can see here, okay, to, to, to get to four, what they're saying is that you need CPI to be below 0.2% month on month to have any chance of getting down to that 2% to, to level down here. Anything yep. else that they have, and this is where you come off that base effect of year on year sort of stuff. You got to do, you got to do the maths in your head, and you got to sort of look at it. it makes you a bit cross-eyed sometimes. So you need a couple of years before you get into it. But the yep. 
if it stays, if it's at this 2.5%, so the let's just take the lightest one. If CPI stays there at 0% zero percent month, month, then yeah, then it does get down to two, but then because of the base effect, it then comes back up to 2.5%. So it sort yep. of it skips. So it's it's got to actually really start turning backwards um, the year, as the year on year comparisons deteriorate. However, I did say. And this is sort of an interesting way of just going, you know, you called it, just going that inflation is definitely coming off. We know that. And the key one, yep. this came from Carson Group. I'm just going to flick over here, is that shelter, which is shelter is 40% of CPI makeup. Yep. And that has really started to turn over. So this came from Carson Group. And just talking about the where apartment list index peaked way back here, rent, owner's equivalent, two big ones in here. They started to tip over as well. There you go. Yep. Um, that's sort of just where I, I won't you know what inflation is, is going to tip over. I mean, I didn't, it, it was great that it came off and here we are off to the races in the market. It's one of those times when it's, it's this is why you stay invested um, mm. to an extent where you, you go, you know what, you just tweak that small amount of cash on the sidelines. You don't, imagine if, imagine if you were sitting in 40% cash now watching this thing and just going, well, I thought I was smart for a second and now I'm not yeah. invested in the market at all. Yeah. This is why you need professionals doing uh, doing these things for you. And uh, yeah. look, that's that's what we got. So anyway, so we're off to the race. It's been great for the Aussie market. You want to give us a quick uh, Aussie market wrap? Yeah, sure. I'll flick the chart over. Where are we? Here we go. Aussie market. Um, we actually had our best day yesterday in six months, um, and cool. second best day in the last twelve months. Um, mm. It was up one point six percent. Now, basically, you can see. You know, last week it was complete opposite to what we happened last week. A really severe downturn there, um, and then a rally here. Uh, today we have popped up again. We're up about. Uh, let me check my notes. About two percent, I think, wasn't it? Uh, I think we're higher than that now. We're up <sighs> uh, three, around three and a half percent for the week so far. So we're, oh, we're for the week. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant today. No, no, no. Sorry, no, no. Yeah, up, up about three and a half percent for the week. Again, yep. that's based on this US scenario, this Goldilocks soft landing scenario. Also, the US dollar. If I can bring that up, um, the Dixie, that is, that is oh. cratering. You can see that there is cratering. Um, it it yeah. did drop below the hundred level a little bit last night. I was watching Bloomberg last night, and it did dip below that hundred index level. Mm. Um, so that's obviously on the basis of uh, yields coming off. And if I want to bring up the ten-year yield, how good is it that we can put those chart, charts onto thing? You can see that rally there um, a few weeks ago, where we popped the ten-year popped back above four percent. It is now back yeah. around the three point eight percent. So it's dropped about twenty basis points, thirty basis yeah. points in um, a matter of a week. Um, and that's I mean, my long expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long bonds, the, the long bonds overweight that I've got is looking amazing right now. Yeah, and but the, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, long being long stock, being long stock is also looking uh, looking even better. So it's just it's it's trying to weigh up that that sort of risk adjusted yeah. return yeah. that you're making, which is it's 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 far better and safer to be sitting in the bond market right now just because of the volatility. Then yeah, um, yeah. But, when you know, that's, that's a whole when you know. Bonds of, you know, rates have potentially peaked, and you can invest in this, these bond or these bond ETFs, um, knowing that there could be asset value uh, appreciation on the other side with rates coming down, and you're still probably getting, you know, four to five percent on those bonds, especially in the US. It's, it's fantastic. Uh... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, buffer and uh, staple for your, your, your portfolio. I mean the, the yep. Australian the ASX 200 chart isn't as bullish looking as the um, US. We've got a bit of work to do, and that's mainly because of China and softness in China. We've seen um, their export numbers, uh, their trade balance yesterday was extremely soft. But that stimulus that keeps on getting talked about really hasn't come through. Um, I did see some positive signs in some of the data this week. I saw air travel in China for the start of July was 100 105% of what it was in July 2019, pre-COVID. Mm. So maybe yeah. people are starting to get out there again a bit more. Um, also saw, saw oil export uh, imports, uh, their second largest ever number um, uh, for imports ever. They're up 45% year on year and up uh, 11% for the year overall. So maybe that is signs that, you know, the economy is just starting to tick over again and that demand yeah. is starting to come back. But they do they do need some sort of stimulus. Um, well, the, also, the, the, the yeah. policy changes for their property, for the property sector that they made late last year and backing it up again earlier this week too. So, and, and, yeah. and that was enough news. The Bloomberg covered that and basically had that, had that as news that was market moving for about 24 hours after yeah. that. So it was interesting that it was picked up and picked up so strongly and actually did cause, uh, it caused our market to, to tick up as well. So this is all before the inflation data. Yeah. Um, it caused our market to tick up as well. And everyone sort of seemed, yeah, like it's, 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 this is China now turning around. We've seen potentially, we've seen the bottom. Um, and now they're, uh, now they're moving things in an upward direction. That was the start of our rally. Yeah, and you can see here, it, I mean, uh, copper, which is obviously considered a bellwether for industrial growth, global growth, has has started to rally again, and we've seen a couple of big moves there. Um, I, I dare say that's on the back of that stimulus and, uh, and more uh, economic positivity around China, and part of the reason why the ASX 200 bounced this week because metals prices yeah. bounced. Um, the US dollar was down severely, so that helps commodity prices and, and metals prices. Um, so things are looking a little bit better that way. But, I mean, the data will still for China come in a little bit soft for the next couple of months, I think, before things really start kicking in. Their, their M2 and uh, new loans data that came out this week was was a big beat. Um, so the yeah. credit is flowing. It's just going to reach the right places, obviously. Yeah, I'm just going to get this copper chart onto somewhere that doesn't have a buttload of client data on it. Uh, yeah, We've got see. the one up so, on the screen now. That's copper. Yeah, that's a copper um, chart. I've got um, just some stuff that came out of Cadelco. Oh, okay. Here you go. I'm just going to, <clears throat> okay, here we go. Let's see how quickly I can do that. Okay, so we've got a Cadelco chart. So I hit that. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't show this again. Okay, so, so what we've got here is a Cadelco chart. 
that I've just put up here. Chile, yeah, you got that beautiful. there? Cool. Yeah, it's coming Chilean, through now. Yeah, uh, there we go. Yeah, Chilean state miner Cadelco posted its lowest copper production in around a quarter of a century last wow. year. Um, wow. Copper production in 2023 is set to be at the lower end of Cadelco's 1.37 to 1.42 million metric ton forecast. And the stat mm -hmm. that was with that is, uh, well, hang on. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, this is going to work. Hang on. Yeah, we're good. So it's not showing stuff on there. Okay, that's great. Um, it's. 40% uh, decline year-on-year year for Cadelco, and the BHP majority-owned Escondida mine is down 21.5%. Mm. We're the, 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 It's funny the way that sometimes things just sort of swing around and you just go, oh, we actually do have a significant copper shortage, and everyone just suddenly forgets for a while, copper trickles away, and then it suddenly comes back into it. It's just like, oh, yeah, we've got that shortage. Remember that shortage? Yeah. The copper just yeah. starts to, to, to rally again. A long-term hold, copper miners for me, and and, uh, and I've got a decent overweight position directly in BHP, so it's pretty happy there. Yep, yep, yeah. And uh, I'm using uh, the Global X ETF wire quite a bit. That's how I'm doing it. Yeah, that is. yeah. Um, exposure to global copper copper <coughs> producers. Excuse me. Yep. No, and it's, <laughs> uh, that has gone quite well as well. So that's mm. yeah. It was it wasn't showing quite good. Uh, it wasn't showing very well recently, and. Yeah, but now it seems to have really shone. I saw it. You just, you just look the way that it turns, like a like a bus trying to turn around, and all of a sudden it does get on the way and off it goes, which is great. Uh, what else have we got here? What else do we say? We uh, what are we? So we, we got to Australia, China. Yeah, um, G two earnings. Yep, yeah, that's it. US dollar. Uh, US, US earnings. US earnings. I think we got to discuss that a little bit. Um, JP Morgan because... tonight. Uh, yeah, we've got JP Morgan, BlackRock, Wells Fargo tonight. We had uh, Pepsi and Delta Airlines kick it off last night. Um, yeah. Both were big beats. Um, the commentary from Delta were they were seeing robust demand in air travel from consumers. Um, and Pepsi, mm. uh, their, their, their beat was basically came down to prices rising still. Um, uh, their volumes were down on both beverages and food. And, uh, so the, the really the beat came down to price rises and consumers still being happy to pay those price rises. Um, I think volumes were down like 1% and 3% of the beverages and food, so not anything material. Um, but I like watching these staples like Pepsi, McDonald's, Coke, uh, all those sorts of staples where, you know, if you start to see some severe downturn in their earnings and their uh, businesses, you know you're in trouble because these are the last things that people start cutting from their household budgets, um, especially in America, you know, one of the most nations in the world, um, from their budgets. Uh, and so, you know, people are in, in trouble if, if they start cutting there. So... Um, I really like listening to their commentary and that. And uh, apart from you know the, the volume side of things down slightly, uh, it was still quite positive. But overall, I was looking at some facts set data this morning. Uh, they're expecting Q2, Q2 earnings to be down seven percent um, year on year. Uh, which seven? Be, wow. Okay. Yeah. But they they did predict they did have analysts forecasting uh, Q1 earnings to be down. Six percent um, uh, year on year, and they only came in at two and a half. So they're a little bit okay. too pessimistic. So maybe the same thing about happened here, but uh, yeah, two, down seven seven percent, which would be the worst quarter since the COVID stuff went down. Well, um, so yeah, carrying on with the fact set of looking the negative and positive ES pre-announcements. I'm just going to do this again. Throw this up on the screen. What am I doing here? 
Hang on. Uh, no, screw it. I'm just going to could be bothered. Uh, hang on. No, I will do this. I will do this. I will do this. Here we go. Uh, I've got a fact set, uh, fact set numbers here, which is, I need to be quicker at doing these things. It should just be a button. Why can't you just do a button? There you go. S&P 500, negative and positive EPS pre-announcements. So this is the guidance going into it that 46 uh, companies have issued positive EPS guidance for the second quarter 2023, which is the highest number since the third quarter 2021. So a couple of years ago at 56. You can see the green green numbers here. Yeah, so yeah. potentially ticking back up, you're going to get more positive, uh, <clears throat> more positive earnings numbers out of companies and a bit of a detraction in negative guidance as well. So the red, uh, the red columns there too. Yep. That's, that's yep. my involvement in that regard. Look, well, they it, do. It, it seems like. We've... Sorry, they do expect uh, Q4 to be reasonably strong in terms of earnings. Uh, analysts expectations around 8% growth in earnings in Q4. You keep talking. I'm just going to get, that's Gregory, our producer. So you, you just keep on going there. <laughs> you, you're doing a great job, mate. Stick at it. That's great. So, yeah, I mean, and, and when you're looking at these uh, these upgrades, these earnings upgrades um, and talking about where they're coming from, uh, out of those 46, I believe around 30 out of the 46 are coming from tech and industrials. Uh, those are the you're two coming. areas where um, uh, you're seeing most of the uh, earnings upgrades. And look, there's the man, Greg, uh, passing through in the background. It's Gregory. Wish him a happy, yeah. happy Bastille Day to Gregory. Hey, happy Bastille Day, mate. Nice. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so um, yeah, it's it's, it's really tech, tech and industrials driving those up those earnings upgrades at this point um, of time. Yep. Yeah, I'm happy there. I also, sort of starting to switch around because you know I've been a big Staples fan over over the discretionary stuff, and now yep. I'm starting to think, okay, you know what? If if we're seeing easing and easing and easing, maybe. It's back to it's back to buy everything. Sort of. Oh my god, it's a buy everything scenario. You really want to be buying everything at like nineteen little, times little, forward earnings? <laughs> a little, a little, you know, like like the little skylight opens and you just get that beam of light. Yep. Suddenly hits you, it hits you in the face, and just going, this is a buy everything opportunity. Buying bonds, long bonds, long equities. I mean, hell, even gold and copper and commodities. Look, this, I'm this I'm, is, I'm this, very and, much and the Aussie dollar. Yep, I'm very much on the so, energy side of things again now. I've been dipping my okay. toe there um, with Woodside and Santos. Actually, probably more Santos because I think they've got more exposure to spot price. Um, yep. And uh, uh, gold, I haven't dipped my toe yet, but it's looking likely. If the US dollar and yields keep behaving like they are, gold should uh, rise above that 2K mark again and, and keep on going. Um, Man, I'm, yeah, not but, faffing, uh, I'm not faffing around in gold. I always get it wrong. <laughs> I mean, I, I I like it as a trade, but uh, I'm never in there for the long term. Um, it just yeah, like you, it it, it does. It's my one uh, weakness, I think, um, in yeah. my investing uh, investing portfolio. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh, US dollar keeps coming off. Uh, China stimulates. Uh, US doesn't go into a recession, then commodities are going to do very very well. Um, yep. So yeah. Okay, um, mate, I think that we're almost wrapping it up now. Gregory's here, sure. and, uh, and that is it. I'm going to probably catch a beer. Oh, get a going to find a, a 1664 for, for Bastille Day. What's a good French What's a good French beer? Yeah, there's a, anyway. Um, where are we at now? Ah, oh, footy, go. Now, I footy. got a win last week. Absolutely. Yeah, I got a loss. Belter of a game between the, the – so I'm starting to – I see it's all turned around. I'm the one who's carrying yes. the ship now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. It's me carrying, carrying, oh. the, carrying the burden. I was steering I, the ship, I, uh, 
I put the money on the Saints just to win. I can't remember who they were playing, but they were, they were outsiders. And then in the first quarter, they're what their best forward and their uh, one of their best midfielders were out for the game. So I was I done. Uh, I was done yeah. almost before the game started. But this week I've Absolutely. got uh, what was my tip? Uh, yeah, this was my tip was different last night. My tip was just purely cult to beat Port Adelaide last night. They were just outsiders, just over two bucks, um, uh, two bucks for, uh, for them to win. And they've come mm. in since teams came in because Porter got a lot of injuries and a lot of changes. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm saying are you uh, taking Carlton on Port Adelaide. Yeah, Carlton to beat Port at the MCG one to thirty nine, which is around two dollars thirty five at the moment. So yeah, I yeah, did have just Carlton, Carlton to win. But... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so Carlton, Carlton with a few points chucked in. Okay, one to thirty. Carlton with a few yeah. points. Okay. Oh, so, so so to win in margin. Wow. I've never yeah. understood that capping that margin thing. Anyway, it like they, they kick one more point and the whole day is ruined. But anyway, um, mate, I've got I really don't have anything to, to, to put in here. I'm just gonna say, I'll tell you what, take take the easy take the easy runs. What's a special here? You know what? I'm gonna i I'm gonna say take the Warriors mm-hmm. over the Sharks. I like the Warriors, I like what they're doing. I think it's a 50-50 game. And I'm going to take the Warriors, and I'm going to tell you what they're paying. Even though I've just looked at that, so this is no research. So, so do not put a whole lot of investment in this if you are following my tips. Although I've been yeah, right many, many times in many weeks. I've got the. I know, I know. Hey, this is what happens when you're investing, you know. And you just, like, I don't need to do that research. I'm fine. Everything's okay. And that's when you get. That's when you get caught out. So beware, and beware, and beware. Now, New Zealand Warriors. It's about buck ninety six. About even money that you can get on that one. Um, I think Beautiful. they're strong. Um, and we'll see how we go. But yeah, so not a lot of research done on that. I've been too busy trying to rearrange my entire life and getting myself back into my zone of excellence, yep. which is what I need to be working on. Um, that's it for the show, unless you want to throw something yes. at us. No, I'm done. Okay, no more bids. Uh, don't forget our Belltree are having uh, this amazing charity event up at the end of October up at Colburn. A good friend of mine running it, hosting it, putting something on. If you want to check it out, B-E-L-T-R-E-E is the name of the thing. They've got this huge glamping thing. You should go up there anyway and just try the glamping thing, um, which I think is open now, but will uh, will be open and proper soon. But as sort of their opening launch, they're having this, this big breast cancer charity night. Um, I'm pretty sure that it's against breast cancer. They're trying to raise money, not for it, if you understand where I'm coming from there. But the, yeah. <laughs> it's important to have that delineation. The uh, But, yes, so so huge breast cancer fundraiser that they're doing up there. A um, couple of couple of seats still available. I've booked a table um, with my accountant, and it's always good getting some money out of your accountant. Some feels feels good, doesn't oh, it? Um, it is. It's tough, <laughs> isn't it? So, yeah, I know. So we're going to go out there and do a bit of schmoozing and a bit of drinking. <clears throat> um, put our body weight in. Uh, our body weight in Hunter Valley wine is probably going to be the way to go. The Beautiful day, and that's about the box and dice. But it's a bell tree. Um, check it out. Great event. End of October. And this podcast is sponsored by Amfex, A-M-F-E-X. Uh, go and check out the website, anything to do with managed funds around the world, mutual funds around the world, especially in India, which is where it's really hot. Again, I keep on threatening to do an Indian podcast. I am going to do one very soon. Um, that's what we've got. Look, Heath Moss, HLM Investment, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me, mate. It's been great. Have a great Bastille Day uh, in your shorts over in Adelaide. Big French contingent over in Adelaide is there. What happens? Uh, I don't think so. No, no. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> well, Greg, Gregory, Gregory, and I are going to edit this thing and then uh, and then go and find some uh, some 
patisseries at the uh, boulangerie. Uh, thanks very much for Beautiful. joining us, everyone, and I'll uh, I'll see you all next week. Have a good one, everyone. Bye.